Welcome to the Hornet Football Report with head coach Zach Harrell. This podcast is brought to you by Athens Screen Printing and is part of the Hannigan Media Podcast Network. Remember, get all of your spirit gear at Athens Screen Printing. Now, here's the coach. Hello, Hornet fans. This is Michael from Hannigan Media, and I'm in the office of Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How you doing today, coach? Doing good, Michael. Thanks for swinging by. Man, I love it. This is one of my favorite times of the week, getting a chance to talk a little football with you, talk some Athens football, and it's been a great start to the season, 3-0 and for the Hornets. I know you have to be excited about that. Yeah, we are. Uh, you know, we're, we're excited about the way our kids have came to work every day. I was telling we were talking before the podcast started. Uh, yesterday we had the best practice we've had all year. Uh, so our kids are really hungry to keep getting better and real excited about the potential of the season. Uh, we're pleased for the most part with how we played Friday. We were, we definitely thought we played better than we did the week before, which is always our our goal. And so we're, we're very excited. I, I look forward to this time too, Michael. Uh, I'm, Tuesdays I kind of wake up in a better mood because I, I enjoy sitting down and talking to you about football. Oh, it's awesome to hear, Coach. Thanks. Uh, okay, so, you know, we're going to get into the uh, players of the week that you picked from last week. Yeah. Just a real quick recap, though. You, you to start the season, first three games, your offense has put up 40 points each week. Your defense has held the opposing team. Uh, last week, there was 14 points, but only one of those scores came against the defense. So your defense has held everybody under uh, a score. Plus, you have to be happy. Each week, your special teams has improved. Yeah, each and every week. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and so you, you're right in all those areas. And as as we go through our uh, player of the week awards, you know our most valuable player uh, we felt was Ty Arroyo, our quarterback. You know his, his numbers. He finished 17 to 30 for 293 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, we would like to. We really like to have a little bit of higher completion percentage. We there were. A few drops, and there were a few easy throws we missed. So we've got some room to improve on that. Uh, but he also had 11 carries for 135 yards and two touchdowns. And that's what – and really, none of those were called quarterback runs. Uh, that wasn't really a big part of the game plan. And that's what makes Ty so dangerous is he can – you know, he can make a passing play that may not be open uh, in, into a really big offensive play. And, and some quarterbacks don't – had that ability, uh, but the type of athlete he does, he can make bad plays into good plays. And so he, he did that, uh, a lot Friday night. And, you know, he led our offense and had great composure and he played really well. Uh, so we definitely thought it was a, he was a lot for most valuable player, uh, of the week. And he also, as you'll see soon, uh, and the Tyler, he was also actually the Tyler, we found out last night the Tower Paper Player of the Week for East Texas. Uh, and so, huge numbers for him. Great night. Jaden Crane was our offensive MVP. Uh, he had six catches for 67 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and another thing that makes Jaden uh, such a great player is how hard he plays. You know, you watch him when he's not getting the ball. It looks the, he comes off the ball the same if the runs going away as he does if he's the primary receiver on the play. So he played with great effort, made big plays, uh, made some big plays on third and fourth downs, uh, and caught two touchdowns. Defense MVP was Cody McMichael. He had his best game of the season. He's our Mike linebacker, uh, and he had 10 solo tackles, four assists, and kind of really, he's kind of the captain of the defense, makes the calls up front, gets our defensive front line. 
no, nobody works harder than Cody McMichael, and he had a great night. Special teams MVP was Jackson Styles. Uh, he had two special teams tackles, and he also had a big blocked extra point. Uh, and that that's a great for us to see. We we put a lot of emphasis on PAT block, PAT. You know, I told the kids on yesterday, you can tell by watching a PAT how well I believe, this is my opinion, uh, how well coached the team is by watching their PAT and their PAT block. If they just kind of stand there. Uh, and it's just kind of through the motions. And that coaching staff obviously doesn't think that's very important in that part of the game. Uh, and we try to preach to our kids that every play is important, and you never know what play is going to be factor into a game. Uh, and so great to block a kick, and he did a great job there. Uh, so those were our uh, MVPs for the game. Okay, and so I'm not sure about defensive MVP. Uh, what, what class is he? He's a junior. Okay, so all four of your uh, players of the week, underclassmen, yeah. which is part of the story of the season we've talked about, how young you really are. We really are. Uh, we're extremely young. A lot of sophomores and a lot of juniors uh, that are not only starters, uh, but key players, uh, you know, star players is what, you know, some would say. Uh, and so we're, we're excited about that. Uh, and, again, I've said this before, you know, we're excited about the next few years, but but right now all of our focus is on this year. And, and yes, we're young, but we're not – we don't have the mindset, well, we're young, wait until next year. We have the mindset we, we have a high-level football team right now, and we think – that if if we'll keep going to work and improve as a football team, we got a great chance to surprise a lot of people uh, and make a run and make a deep run into the playoffs, which is what our goal is. So, yeah, a lot of youth, but good youth, uh, and we're, we're excited about our kids. And this week, the test is Will's Point, and one of the things I'm thinking about Will's Point is that game one of the of uh, this year was in Brownsboro was the only road game and really when you're going to Brownsboro it's right down the road right. it isn't that far so this is going to be your first real hey we're hitting the road and yeah. going somewhere game yeah you're right that's a great point Michael you know when we go to Brownsboro we don't even pack our travel bags uh, we just carry our pads with us because it's. 15 minutes down the road, and we, and we actually didn't even leave until we did all most of our stuff here. We got there just an hour before the game, so it wasn't really – we didn't treat that like a normal away game. Uh, so this is – will be our first true road test, and which is great because our first district game in Chapel Hill is, again, about the same distance. So it'll be a good test for us to get used to what a road game procedures look like on Friday and our arrival time and – how we do our meetings and all those type of things because it will be the first time. Uh, and, you know, moving into Will's point, uh, Will's point, the, the other great thing about this week is their offense, uh, they've moved to a wing T, slot T type of offense, uh, which will be the first time we've seen it. Uh, and also we played two, we played two teams in district. That run that type of offense in Palestine and Maybe. Oh, that's great. That so it'll be a that. great tune-up yeah. for us for our defense to line up against that before we face it in district uh, and and reading our keys and because it's playing defense against that type of offense and playing defense versus uh, a spread type is two totally almost foreign things. Uh, there, there really, there's no hardly any similarities uh, in. 
what you have to do to be technically sound playing against those two type of offenses. Well, we talked about it when you came on board here and the changes. I mean, even their offensive line is going to line up differently than what you've seen. So your defense and your linebackers at front seven is going to have to match up to those gaps and play those that that the position totally differently yeah. than they have all season. Yeah, it, and it is. It's, it's a totally different style. Your reads are different, uh, and so again, we're we're it's, it's really worked out good that we're being able to face that here in week four going into district. That's that's really a, a, a great opportunity for you. What about the what about Will's point on defense? Uh, there are four what we call four two uh, four four down line and two linebackers inside the box. Uh, four two five is basically what they are, and uh, again, moving into district, the first opponent we play is Chapel Hill, and they're also an even front defense, uh, and so it'll be great uh, to to not have much. Uh, variance from this last non-district game in the district. And, you know, and really, I know we'll move into this in a minute, but really that, that's our key this week. Uh, and our focus, our word of the week this week is fundamentals. Uh, and we talked to our kids yesterday about our goal this week is to get better at doing the, at doing what we do. Uh, and we run in, inside zone is the play we hang our hat on on the offensive line. And so from the offensive line standpoint, we want to make sure every time we run inside zone on Friday, we're taking the exact right zone step. Uh, we got our hands in the exact right placement. We're doing all the small things that make us successful for our position. Uh, and again, I, I just talked about offensive line, but that, that could be, you know, every position. There's fundamental things that we teach that we got to get better at doing. Uh, you go back and look at the Fairfield game, and again, we did a lot of good things, but but you you can find flaws in our small, fundamentally uh, things that we hang our hat on. That some mistakes that we made, and so that that's the key this week is get better at the fundamentals. So help us just for a second. Help those of the fans to understand this a little bit better because that was really a very, very cool breakdown. And when we, we don't usually get a chance to talk about those things. And inside zone, when you say zone, you're actually talking about the blocking scheme for the linemen. Right. And they're, they're blocking an area instead of a man. Right. So tell us a little bit about what's going on yeah. when you call an inside zone. So if we call inside zone to the right, for example, uh, and we call that 34, uh, and black is, we, our, our run games are colors, uh, and black is inside zone. 34 means to the right. Uh, so if we're running inside zone to the right, then though first, the first thing is the offensive line in the center has to identify the front. Uh, and so this week it's a 4-2. Uh, and so we're going to block that. So four, two, that means they have six defenders. We have five. We're going to block the five defenders to the right, uh, to the far right of our left tackle. Uh, and so the sixth defender is actually going to most of the time, if we're in a tent personnel set, uh, is going to be red. And so that they don't have a guy because you don't know, you know, the defense can line up, but once the ball snapped, it may be different than what it looks like once the ball snapped. So that's why it's so important that their steps, their first step and second step is correct because if it is, well, that's going to put them in position 
to blot the defender uh, that triggers into their gap. Uh, and so the, there, there is no, hey, you got this guy. It's now there's double teams, and we identify those double teams. Uh, but those steps are so important because it's putting you in the gap to be successful. Uh, and so that first zone step, uh, if you don't take that first step, and a lot of times what offense linemen want to do is they want to lean and not take that step, uh, and then their body's out of position to make the block. Uh, and so, I, I, you know, you could talk inside zone steps for about 12 hours uh, <laughs> and not even scratch the surface. Uh, but well, And that's one of those things, too. You don't take that step, you leave a gap. Right. And you have a linebacker who notices that gap and you hear the term all the time, people in the stands, if you hear, oh, he shot the gap. Right. You have a linebacker shoot that gap, blow up a play in the backfield, it's all over. Right. And, and, you know, to be quite honest with you, that, that's a, that's an area we go back and look at years past. We struggled again, and we kind of hit on this earlier because that's such a foreign scheme to what Athens had done in the past. Sure. That we have struggled with being consistent with our steps and it's really hurt us. And so that we've gotten a lot better this year. We still have a long ways to go. Uh but that that that's an area of emphasis. All right, there you go, folks. A little X's and O's breaking it down on the board for you. Understand a little bit more about what Athens is trying to do. All right, coach, so we talked about the word of the week being fundamentals and talking about things like that first step. I know you also have some keys to the game for yeah. us. And so number one, uh, again, just what feeds off that word of the week is, you know, the key to victory is we have to be fundamentally sound in your position. Uh, number two, uh, execute our run game. Have, again, kind of leads into what we just said. Uh, up front, we want to be great with technique and have no bust. Uh, complete our basic passing game, uh, is key number three. You know, again, we want to, and that's all we really worked on yesterday was, that we have to, if it's one-on-one and we have, you know, there's base things in our offense, easy throws, we cannot miss those. Uh, those are like long handoffs. Uh, and so we tell our quarterbacks and receivers, we ought, we need to be almost a hundred percent on our easy short throws. Uh, and we missed some the other night, so we want to fix that. Uh, on defense, we got to line up right to the wing tee. Uh, when you play a wing or slide tee, uh, most, the, a big part of the challenge is lining up right versus it. Uh, and if you, if you line up right, you got a chance to be successful. Going back to our X's and O's, you have that problem where if you don't line up, you end up creating a gap for the ops offense. And, And that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to create extra gaps, uh, with extra tight ends and slots and then they're trying to exploit those gaps. And right. So we gotta line up right. And then and then last key is, that we challenged them this week is just have fun and enjoy this thing. Uh you know, we we feel like we got a great group of about forty guys in that locker room. And, you know, I told them Monday, you know, don't don't take this for granted. Uh, you know, make sure that you're enjoying every step of this process and every day you're out here with these guys, you need to make sure you're having fun. Cause I know I am. I know these coaches are and our kids are too. I, I just wanted to reemphasize, man, this, that you, you're going to miss this when it's gone. Uh, and so make sure that you're enjoying the ride because that's what it is, a ride and it's a process. Make sure we're having fun. Well, I hope that the fans are doing the same thing because we have had a great start to the Hornet season. I'm really looking forward 
to going on the road. I hope everybody's going to come out with us to Will's Point this Friday night, kickoff 7.30 to watch the Hornets close out their non-district. Things get really serious in two weeks. That's right. We'll be ready. Thanks, All right. Michael. Thanks, Coach. If you can't make it to the game, you can always listen on Athens Classic Hits Music Station, KLVQ, 94.5 FM and 1410 AM, or online at network1sports.com. Go Hornets!